Initialize sequence. Hello, everybody. This is Jordan Chabelle. I'm Fear Factory. I'm the Devil Driver and Cold Chamber. And Jerry Only, the great. Jared from Head PE. Hey, what's happening? This is Trevor from the band on there. This is Jesse Leach from Kill Switch and Gaze. This is Dino Cazares from the group Fear Factory. This is Max Cavalera. Cavalera Conspiracy. Stay underground. Welcome to the Underground, Australia's home of underground music. It is Ned on the Underground and massive news with Cradle of Phil set to return to Australia and New Zealand this September to perform their 1998 classic Cruelty and the Beast in its entirety. To tell us more, we have the one and only Denny Filth on the line. How are you, man? I'm good, thank you. Yep, just got back in a couple of days ago and we're off to do a bunch of festivals as of Wednesday, so just enjoying a bit of downtown between summer festival shows. Well, enjoy it while you've got it, I guess, Danny. There's been a lot of water under the bridge since this one was released. Do you remember what you were doing the day Cruelty and the Beast came out? Yeah, I think we were playing a festival in Italy. In fact, I think it was the day that Kerrang took us. I might be wrong, but it was around that time. It was definitely that week. We were playing a show with Napalm Death supporting and we were just outside Rome and I remember reading a review, a really favourable review actually in Terrorizer for the album, which as we chuffed about and then we got taken by Kerrang! magazine. It's a well documented case of Jason Arnup. He used to be a rock journalist and he writes books, but he mentions it all the time when he's promoting his books. But they took us to the Vatican to take some photos and we were arrested because we were wearing sensitive T-shirts. You weren't allowed to be taking photographs there anyway. <laughs> and our keyboard was dressed as a vicar. That's, I think, what we were doing around the day of the release. That is crazy, that right? That in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Danny, I can't remember what happened last week, let alone 98, but hats off to you for that, and that definitely would have turned some heads. Well, to uh, be fair, I mean, yeah, I mean, that would stand out somewhat, wouldn't it, being possibly put into prison for the rest of your life? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes it would. I was going to say that would have definitely turned some heads. Danny, are you a nostalgic type person? Am I nostalgic? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think I am, yeah, definitely. Yeah, without doubt. Yeah, there you go. So this one, I was just going to say, sort of leading into that, what are your sort of takes on the recent trend of bands performing albums like this in their entirety? Bastards, that's what I say. How dare they? Totally undermines our position in this whole thing. Yeah, well, I guess I think bands entitled to revisit older material. I tell you the reason why we actually did it is because last year actually marked the 20th anniversary, and to celebrate that, we were due to release a remixed, a remastered version of Cruelty and the Beast, taken from the original tape, which we did. We undertook, and we spent a lot of time in the studio making sure it was top-notch production, but not at the expense of any of the atmosphere. Uh, so subsequently, we did all the press for it. There was a, a really great lyric video and artwork for the CD that was we found the original artist and he provided us some different versions of the artwork and then Sony let us know that they hadn't actually sought permission from previous members and one member in particular has just been a complete and utter so-and-so about it all and has basically held it all up. So the tour, the Cruelty and the Beast Revisited shows were all going in hand in hand with that particular release. But subsequently it didn't come out so you can't cry over spilt milk. And we have done those shows regardless, and people will love them. And now we're bringing it to Australia. 
So all good, and I'm sure the remix and remaster album will come out at some point. Fingers crossed that you get all that sort of drama sorted pretty soon, Danny, because that would be something that we'd all love to hear, man. I hate it when that sort of stuff goes down. <laughs> Most definitely. In regards to Cruelty and the Beast, where does that sort of sit in the scheme of things for you as in as in favourite-wise? Like, is that one of your more preferred favourites, or do you prefer the new stuff, or where's that sort of lie? Yeah, I mean, I would definitely say Cruelty was up there with my favourite cradle material. Basically because of, well, it's a favourable memory of recording that record. It was the first album that really catapulted us into the higher echelons of like metal music. It was a good time period for the band. Yeah, and it was a lot of hard work. I love the subject matter. Obviously, the whole album's based on the life and crimes of Elizabeth Bathory. So, yeah, everything about it holds special attention for me, personally. So, yeah, I would say it was one of definitely my top three Cradle albums. Oh, that, that's always interesting to know. And would you say that your influences have changed much from, you know, 98 to now? No, no, because we're always influenced by loads of different things, you know. We, like, soundtracks were a massive thing back then as well, as they are now. Classic 80s thrash and, you know, the second wave of black metal that we were part of. Just tons, and believe it or not, American hardcore always features, you know, the firm favourite, whatever lineup has been around Cradle of Filth, there's always been people totally into American hardcore. So yeah, I think the outlook's exactly the same. The music may have changed, people may have changed, but as I think Tom Barrett once said, you can't put out Rainy Blood Part 2, do you know what I mean? You've already done it. Yeah. Each album's going to be different regardless, unless you want the same songs recorded in the same style by the same people. That's very well said right there. I couldn't agree more. It's uh, You've got to sort of move on and keep evolving, I guess, but I'm definitely looking forward to catching this one. Keep and- revolting. <laughs> <laughs> revolting, yeah. I like that a lot, Danny. How about Australia, man? You've been out here a bunch of times. What are your favourite things to do while you're out here? Do you have any Australian traditions? Yeah, visit a koala sanctuary. That's at the top of the to-do list every time. A koala sanctuary. Really? I wouldn't have caught you as a koala-type guy. There you go. Yeah, that's the main thing. Something wildlifey. Although all wildlife in Australia wants to kill you anyway. Um, <laughs> I remember being bitten by a possum once. Actually, it was the first time I came to Australia. I chased one in a park. I didn't really mean to chase it. I went to feed it a bit of apple or something, and it bit my finger and I had a rabies shot. <laughs> uh, and I, I thought that was one of the cuter animals, you know, not the dangerous ones. So I try and stay, you know, stay clear unless there's a handler present. Yeah, I think that's a very good idea and definitely stay away from those possums. They're actually, like, even though they sort of look cute, they're nasty little things. And you basically answered my next question. I was going to say if you've had any unforgettable experiences, but I guess, yeah, the possum going out is a pretty good one. Well, there was that and then the flooding of a hotel floor. I can't remember which tour it was. It must have been around 2003, 2004, full time. I think it was 2004. And we came from Japan and thoroughly get lagged. I remember we had to do a signing session and our tour manager ran the room and said, oh, but I'll give you a wake-up call. It's like, I don't know, 8 o'clock in the morning. I said, cool. They said, lobby call at 9. So first thing I do, I stumbled into the bathroom, ran a bath. Next thing I know, I was waking up on my bed, people pounding on the door. And I put the plug in and it was flooded. And I jumped on the bed, straight, I burnt my feet. My tour manager burnt his arms. He had to smash the door in and uh, like pull the plug out. I think it was like $1,600 worth of damage. It was totally not my fault either. It was literally just because I was jet-lagged and just fell asleep again. <laughs> but uh, yeah, 
That's a good one. That's a good one right there, Danny. Wow, I didn't know about that either. There you go, flooding bathrooms, living that rock style lifestyle. I like it. Even though, like you said, it's just because you were jet lagged. All right, well, because we're strapped for time, I'm going to jump right to this. If you weren't in a band and, you know, doing metal and whatnot, Danny, what do you think you'd be doing? That's hard to say. Now, if I left, probably second burgers in Burger King. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Something to do with journalism, I should imagine. Something with journalism, writing, that kind of thing. Maybe in advertising. I don't know. I'm literally just grasping at straws here. I've never had a proper job in my life. Last job I had was like peeling potatoes for a Chinese thing when I was like 14 or something. <laughs> there you go right there. We'll be sure to catch these guys. Maybe, is... maybe, maybe one, day I'll get, I will, one day I'll get a proper job. Probably. No, no. At some you, point. Never say that. Don't you ever say that, Danny. That's a terrible thing to say, man. <laughs> be sure to check Cradle of Filth. They are performing Cruelty and the Beast in its entirety. This coming September in Perth at the Capitol on the 3rd. The Gov on the 4th in Adelaide, Melbourne at 170 Russell Street on the 6th. The Valley Drive-In in Brisbane on the 7th of September. September 8th in Sydney. The 10th in Canberra. And wrapping things up in Auckland, New Zealand on the 12th. Pick your tickets up through Destroy All Lines. Thank you so much for taking some time out, Danny. Appreciate it. Thanks for the great stories. Absolutely, my pleasure. Just quickly, I want to say thanks to everybody who's listening for, for supporting the band, because if you weren't, we wouldn't be coming back to Australia and eventually get to see Hobbiton. That's the only reason we're coming, to be honest. <laughs> and the Koala Sanctuary. No. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, Danny. Thank you. How? What? It's the underground.